and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Aisle. I'm your host, Nikki Wolf, and it feels like it's been so long since I've been back in the studio and chatting with you guys, but I am so excited to be here and talk about a very important conversation today, and that is sleep health. Sleep hygiene, the importance of good quality sleep, which I'm sure you can feel, you know, when you have a bad night's sleep, everything that it affects and just the importance that it plays in our overall wellness. And then also provide a few examples or remedies to help with sleep, whether that's difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, I've got you covered. So if you are interested in learning more about sleep health and improving your sleep hygiene, continue listening. So I'm gonna share my screen real quick. For those of you that are watching, you will get a little bit of some visuals. So. Obviously, sleep disturbances are annoying, frustrating. Some of them we can't avoid if there's babies or, you know, partners are snoring. Um, but these disturbances can lead to health risks. So particularly also prostate issues getting up in the middle of the night. They call it nocturnal urination. That continuous um, kind of waking up in the middle of the night can start affecting a variety of areas of our cognitive health and just overall well-being. So these are just a few examples. Um, I think many of us are pretty familiar with like having memory issues and slowness of cognitive function and impairment, weight gain, high blood pressure, low sex drive, weakened immunity. I think that's one of the biggest ones for a lot of people, especially my husband. If he is not sleeping well for a few days, he is much more susceptible to um, having getting a cold or some sort of sickness. So getting quality sleep is so important. Now, before we dive into the formulations that provide that support, I wanna talk about a few lifestyle changes, recommendations. I know that there have been so many that we have heard about, but I do wanna kind of touch upon some of them that are accessible. So we know being on our phones and our screens at night is not helpful. We get that blue light stimulating us. So you know, obviously the go-to is not being on your phone or not being around screens at least an hour before bed, not bringing your phone into the bed. I will say I've been doing that a little bit lately, but I'm trying to get away from that. But if you are going to bring your phone, if that's something that you absolutely cannot get rid of, try wearing blue blocking glasses. What that's going to do is it's going to block that blue light, which is stimulating the brain and keeping you awake and kind of alert. Now during the day, the blue light's great because that's keeping us awake and alert, but at night, that is not the thing we want. So you can try wearing the blue blocking glasses. Also, if you are gonna be on your phone, turn it to night mode. So it'll actually turn down the brightness, but it'll also change the temperature of the screen color. So it goes from a blue to more of an orange color. That's also gonna help reduce that blue light so our brain isn't quite as stimulated. A few other handy things are the time of day that you work out or working out in general. Working out can exert a lot of energy, which is fantastic, so that in the evening your body feels primed for sleep. Your nervous system, you know, is ready to bring you into bed. Um, your physical body is just a little bit tired and depleted in a good way, and so it's ready for rest and recouping because that's exactly what sleep is. Sleep is your time for your body to recharge, to repair, 
And so if you get a really good workout in during the day, it's going to be ready to get into that recharge mode or that maintenance repair mode in the evening. You just want to be a little bit careful of the time of day that you're working out. The earlier in the day, the better. If you work out too close to bedtime, even you know two hours, possibly three hours, depending on how sensitive you are, that could be what's keeping you awake and stimulating. Now, if you're doing you know yoga or a walk or swimming, that's not quite as stimulating to the nervous system. But if you're doing CrossFit and you know Barry's boot camp, that could be something that is starting to affect your sleep quality. So um, exercise, we talked about blue light, also certain foods. So we're talking about stimulation, but I mean, hot foods, spicy foods, maybe high in carb foods, really big, dense meals before bed. Obviously your body is going to be digesting that and it might have, it might wake up in the middle of the night. So if you're an individual that tends to fall asleep quickly, but you wake up pretty often, it could be in regards to the foods that you're eating prior to bed. Another thing that might not be as much of a concern right now because we are in the winter months is the temperature of your bedroom. So generally the kind of the go-to advice is if you're not sleeping well, continue to lower the temperature of your room until you do sleep well. And, um, you know, right now with the cold temperatures, you walk into the bedroom before you go to bed and you might be shivering, but get under those covers and that temperature, that coldness is going to be so good for your sleep health. As long as you're warm underneath the sheets and the comforter, that's an important thing. Um, but for those of you that might be in warmer temperatures or even listening to this during the summer, invest in an AC, whether that's a portable one, get some fans, get some circulation going. There's also phenomenal um, like inventions out there that are cooling sheets, um, cooling pajamas that really bring down your body temperature um, so that you can fall asleep per bed. So those are just a few lifestyle recommendations in order to help sleep. Actually, there's one more, and this happens to be my favorite. So it's funny that I didn't think about this right away, but getting morning sunlight. So the earlier, the better. Getting morning sunlight will actually help you sleep. I'll tell you how. So when you go out and get that morning sunshine, it's actually going to boost the serotonin in our bodies. That's that feel-good hormone. What you might not know is serotonin can actually or will convert into melatonin that you will use later in the day. So the more serotonin you have in the body, especially in the morning, the more melatonin you will naturally have in your body for the evening. So the more morning sunshine you get, chances are you're going to have a better and easier time falling asleep at night. So that's just a little bit of encouragement to get up and out of that cozy, comfortable bed and out into some sunshine. So let's dive into the formulas, okay? If we don't want to do any of that or we're still struggling, what else is out there? And that's where we get into our supplementation. So Rest Seas is one of Life Seas OG formulas. It's been around. It is tried and tested. It is so good and supportive. And um, there is a little controversy because of melatonin, but hopefully after my conversation, I will clarify that and you are not afraid of melatonin ever again. So before we dive into that, let's touch into some of the other ingredients. 
So the first ingredient is called GABA. You might have heard GABA. Some people pronounce it a little bit different. So what that is, is it's an ingredient that is an inhibitory neurotransmitter. So let me explain what that is. In our brains, we have all these connections that are firing. Think of them as cords that are making connections. But if you're laying down and you can't fall asleep at night and you're like, brain, just turn off, that's what GABA does. It inhibits those neurotransmitters. So think about you're laying you know, in bed and you have your light switch on and your fan on and all these different things on. When we start to turn the on switch to off, we start to calm down, relax. The brain relaxes and calms down. So that's what GABA does. It inhibits those neurotransmitters. Um, we have passion flower, lemon balm, chamomile, very soothing and very relaxing ingredients. Now, chances are, if you've taken valerian before, you might open up the bottle and you're like, okay, this is rotten, this is spoiled. I'm sorry to say, it's not. Valerian just smells like butt. It is just a stinky herb. And the good thing with this is that it shows you how potent this ingredient is and the amount that we're using in the formulation because if you weren't smelling it, it might be such a minor amount that's being used. But it is phenomenal for sleep and just calming the nervous system. Now, again, before we dive into melatonin, there's one other ingredient. And this is what I love so much about Life Seasons and the products that they create, but also just in general, integrative functional health is we can't just look at one facet of that individual and slap a Band-Aid on there. We got to look at all the other components. So for instance, you have an individual that maybe their hair is starting to thin or they're starting to go bald. We usually say, okay, here's some biotin or collagen, take that. But what if that doesn't cure it or fix it? Because what if it's a thyroid issue, an adrenal issue, hormonal imbalance, liver toxicity that's creating that issue? So we have to look very holistically at the individual to figure out the root cause of what's going on. We still want all those main ingredients. I'll still take the biotin and collagen and at those high doses, but let's make sure to address all the other areas. So coming full circle, you might notice there's an ingredient here called Hawthorne. And for those of you that are kind of well-versed in the vitamin world, Hawthorne is really supportive for circulatory um, system, for your heart health, I just got a Costco order um, for your heart health. Now you might think, why would there be a heart ingredient in a sleep formula? Think about it. What could be going on with the heart as to why you can't fall asleep? What if it's high, um, high blood pressure? Your, your blood pressure is just going through the roof and you have it in the palpitations. Maybe it's not a melatonin or a GABA production why you can't fall asleep. Maybe it's high blood pressure. So Hawthorne is in there to look again holistically at the body. Maybe that's what we need to address. That's what's keeping you up at night. So I love that we put that in there. Now, coming back to melatonin, the one that you've came here for, the one that you want to know about. So it is controversial and I'll tell you why. There's two kind of parties. There's one who knows about melatonin. They're super paranoid and they don't do it at all or there's another group that doesn't know about it at all and does way too much. Let's find a happy medium. So melatonin is a hormone. It affects the way your bodies produce hormones. So you think about if you take birth control, you know, and for a long period of time, it's gonna affect the way your body naturally produces those hormones. 
It's not to say that birth control is bad. You just want to be cognizant of what you're putting in for the longevity that you're using it for and just if there's any adverse effects. So this is my kind of analogy and way of looking at melatonin. And it's funny, I always have alcoholic analogies, but I, or not alcoholic, just alcohol type of analogies, but I don't even drink besides the point. So I want you to think about this. You have a cocktail, you have your bitters, your fruit essence, your sweetener, your alcohol of choice, all these different things in there that are crafted and work synergistically together to make this like delicious tonic. Now, if you extracted the bitters, whether it was a drop of bitters or it was a gallon, and you had that on its own, chances are you're gonna have a really strong reaction. And those of you who have tried bitters, you know what I'm talking about. Now, that drink's good without it, but with the right amount of bitters, it makes that drink from good to great. Same thing with melatonin. You have a formula right here, a sleep formula. If you extracted the melatonin on its own and had a milligram or 10 milligrams, and have that by itself, chances are you're gonna have a strong reaction. Now that formula is good without it, but with the right amount, it really works synergistically with the formula to make it a well-crafted formulation to help you sleep. So it's usually not the melatonin that's the problem, it's the dosing of it and taking it isolated, meaning by itself with no other ingredients to balance it out. Because you might be saying, well, Nikki, I've only taken one milligram of melatonin and I still feel like I have nightmares, I feel hungover the next day. Chances are it's because you're taking it by itself. You're drinking those bitters by itself. There's a reason we put all these ingredients together in a formula. So if you've been a little bit timid to try a formula with melatonin, I highly recommend giving rest seas a go. We only use one milligram of melatonin for two capsules. So a very small amount. And again, you have all the other ingredients to support and work synergistically together to balance out those. Now, let's say you are just absolutely not, Nikki, I ain't touching melatonin. It's not coming anywhere near my lips. Well, we still have a solution for you. And that is Resi's Melatonin Free. So I'm gonna just pass these up real quick. So Resi's Melatonin Free, pretty much exactly the same formulation as Resi's, we just swapped out the melatonin for magnesium. And magnesium you might be familiar with is an incredible mineral that most of us are actually deficient in. If you are a regular caffeine drinker, if you take over-the-counter medications, all of that is gonna deplete our levels of magnesium. Even drinking filtered water, as good as it is to remove all those you know, bacteria and toxins, it's also removing a lot of those important minerals. So we need to make sure that we are replacing our diet with a ton of minerals. And so magnesium is one of those most important ones. So that's what we're putting in here. It's gonna help um, calm the physical system, the nervous system. And one other thing to mention is that this will not create any sort of laxative effect. I know some of us really like that with magnesium. Um, if a lot of times if you have those powdered magnesiums and you take before bed, to calm you down, sometimes they have that laxative effect. Whether you like it or not, this one shouldn't give you any sort of those problems. So if you are really apprehensive with melatonin, you still have an incredible solution that works just as effectively. And the nice thing is, is you can do this on a daily basis. Now, before we dive into the third formula, 
you know, what I just said kind of transitions us into another thing to really think about doing it on a daily basis. If you are needing a sleep formula on a daily basis, remember we're talking functional health, integrative health. Let's get to the root cause of what's going on. If you're needing something like this on a regular, consistent basis, generally there's something else going on. So whether that's blood pressure, it also could be something called nighttime hypoglycemia, meaning in the middle of the night, your blood sugar actually crashes. And what's fascinating about the body, the body is trying to take care and recover. So it secretes cortisol. Cortisol is going to wake you up, but that's what's actually going to increase the blood sugar. So if you wake up, you know, two, three, 4 a.m. and your heart's racing, you might be sweaty and you feel like you're in a panic, it very well could be low blood sugar. And so a way to avoid that is prior to bed, either not having a really big meal, having a small snack that's very well balanced with macros. So you have your protein, fat, maybe a little bit of carbs. So, you know, having some nut butter with like a little a small apple or cheese and crackers, something that's going to help stabilize the blood sugar so you don't get a spike and you don't get a crash. And, you know, let's say you're craving a dessert at the end of the night and you go to Froyo or you get ice cream. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but if you're going to do that, make sure to find a way to have some protein or fat with it. So ice cream, it's going to have a good amount of fat in there. But if you're having Froyo, that might be like a non-fat or low fat and by Froyo, frozen yogurt, for those of you that don't know our slang, um, put some almonds in there or, you know, sprinkle some chia seeds or almond butter or some source of fat. So you're not just getting that sugar spike. And then by the time you're, you know, deep in your sleep, your sugar starts to decline and that's what wakes you up. So there's that. And then there's also something called the Chinese body clock. I'm not a master with it, but I think it is so fascinating. Um, so I'll see if I can pull it up while we're chatting. So it's called the Chinese body clock. And what it is, is it is a clock that shows you the different organ systems that are working throughout specific hours of the day. So for instance, I'm trying to pull it up over here. So bear with me. Okay, we'll just do this. You're going to see kind of a variety of things. But if you look over here on this part, if you tend to wake up between 1 to 3 a.m., what's fascinating about that is that is when your liver is doing most of its work and repair. Because remember, sleep is the time for recharge and repair. And so this is a good indicator of what's putting in a lot of, you know, overtime at this time. So if you are consistently waking up between 1 to 3 a.m., might be something to kind of look into of, can you take an extra liver support? Purity from Life Seasons is fantastic, by the way. But can you do other things to support your liver? For a while, I was constantly waking up between 3 to 5 a.m., and I realized that was during the fires. Um, and I also live in L.A., so our pollution's horrible anyways, um, and air quality. And so my lungs were taking that hit. And so this is another thing that's really interesting to look at to see of, what time am I consistently waking up? And maybe there's an indication of something else going on. So that's one other thing. Now, the last formula that I do want to touch upon is NeuroQ Sleep Now. So this is actually one of our newer um, supplements that we recently put out there. And what I love about it 
for a few reasons. Dr. Dale Bredesen, he helped formulate this one. He is one of the top neurologists in the country. The first doctor who's not only slowed the progression of Alzheimer's, but reversed it. Like, did you hear that? He reversed Alzheimer's, like never existed before. He's phenomenal. Um, we have a whole NeuroQ line by him. I have quite a few books of his stuff too. You might be familiar with The End of Alzheimer's. He is the author of that phenomenal resource and just um, mass amount of wisdom on brain health. So he helped create this and this is actually an oral strip. So if you remember, you know, back in the day we had those Listerine mint strips. That's exactly what this is. So it's going to be an individual packet. You just peel open, slap on your tongue, and you're going to get that immediate dose of supplements to help knock you out. And I haven't personally taken it because right now I'm pregnant, but I've had my whole family use it and they are like, this stuff works. So you're going to find 50 milligrams of theanine and then three milligrams of melatonin in there. So you get a really good hit. And again, it goes straight into your bloodstream so quickly so that you're, you're knocked out pretty quick. So if you really want to make sure you get some good sleep, I'd highly recommend doing the NeuroQ sleep now. Another thing that's helpful too, whether you are just like in a supplement capsule, um, what's the terminology? Fatigue. If you are just like, I've already taken 30 capsules a day. I don't want a single more. This is a really good resource because it's not a capsule, it's a strip. So something a little bit different. Um, you don't necessarily need to have water, but sometimes we like a little bit of water to kind of flush everything down if there's a little film that resides. But the nice thing is, is keep a few of these next to your bedside table or on your bedside table. You don't necessarily need water, just pop it on. You're ready for sleep. My husband and I just got back from Thailand. First flight was 16 hours. There was layovers. It was a whole journey to get there in itself, but this was really helpful. He could keep this in his back pocket. Um, you know, we can keep it in his backpack anywhere. I know you can do that with capsules as well, but it's a little bit different or you put it in a baggie and have to label it or have the container it just ends up being a bit bulkier. This was really helpful because he could just slide and put anywhere and then just slap it on. So those are all our sleep supporting formulas. They're incredible. If you have not tried them, give them a try. We have a 90 day supplement guarantee. And I'm telling you, if you have not tried any of Life Season's formulas, the stuff truly works. But whether you're taking supplements to help support your sleep journey or you're making physical changes, it is so important and so valuable to make sure you're getting good quality of sleep. I mean, it just affects every facet of your life. And so I hope this provided some support and guidance and you are one step closer to better quality sleep and until next time, guys, take care.